You don't stop gaming because you grow old. You grow old because you stop gaming. Hello and welcome to episode 241 of Under the Call of MS. This is going to be a video game episode followed by some more stuff you can buy in the future comic book wise. And the video games that I'm going to talk about today are, are going to be from mostly from Indies at Xbox show thing that they had, a little Indies game show. Let's see, the first one we checked out was Late Year Frontier. It's a great, fun-looking uh, farming, living, and Mike, uh, mech, mech warrior-type environment in an animated world-type look. Uh, they don't give you a ton of stuff on it, but it looks like you arrive on a planet or an area with in a mech, and then you start building yourself, building your area up and farming and living in it, and probably work with others and see what happens but yeah i'd like it's a yes for me i want to check it out i could go for a good simple-minded farming style game again just for the moments when you just want something mindless and stupid to play and not have to really think about stuff and deal with being attacked all the time and they also had the Wandering Village. This is also a farming-type environment game. Uh, it's got, like, you're on, like, a planet with large beasts that have complete environments growing on their backs, like giant turtle-type characters. And then you just... Pick one, get on it, and you build it up. It's animated style, and it's a yes for me. I want to see how that one goes. Then we have Lab Rat. I don't know if the company or part of the game is S.A.R.A. Sarah, but it's a puzzle-solving game. Not much info on it, so it's a no for now. Uh, Rig Time, The Legend of Right. It's kind of a pop-up book look to it. 2D side-scrolling, black and white worlds, paper play type thing. It's a no for me. <laughs> I'll wait on that. Ollie Ollie World. This is skateboarding, platformer, customizable characters, side-scrolling. It looks a lot of fun. A little skateboarding game. I think the side-scrolling aspect makes it more fun than the 3D world skateboarding. Because I get those I get irritated with. Uh, I'd rather do the snowboarding. But yeah, this one I'd definitely check out. Inked, A Tale of Love. It's basically a love story, hope, uh, hand-drawn worlds, puzzle-solving, haunting memories. Every now and then, this hand appears with a pen in the hand and changes the environment. So I don't know if you're able to draw and change the environment or how that one's going to work out. 
but it's got a haunting look to it and looks fun. I'm going to definitely see how that goes. And we got Sam and Max save the world. Yeah, it's going to get a dog and rabbit. Rabbit. Uh, uh, the act of the ex-cops. <laughs> Private detectives. The dicks. Type team up. Solving crime. Uh, they're look like a fun comedic duo. They're constantly bantering back and forth. But I got to see more before I get into it. So I pass that for now. And all these odds. So I don't have anything unless I get my uh, game thing. The Xbox, what you call it. <laughs> uh, uh, game pass. Oh, yeah. Then from ID Entertainment, also they have a uh, Planet of Lana coming out, Button City, She Dreams Elsewhere, Mad Streets, Wingman, Paparazzi, Sable, Loot River, uh, Solace State, Soup Pot, Inclinati, Anvil, just a bunch of fun-looking games coming out by ID at Xbox. Uh, Aeon Drive has that Castlevania Metroid-style feel to it. Uh, Single-player, co-op, or four-player, up to four-player, whatever. Doesn't really tell us much, but it did look good, so I'd play it. The Big Con, or Girls Cross Country, do a cross country adventure meeting interesting characters. Looks like a lot of talking, character interaction, that just annoys me a lot of times, so not my cup of tea. Uh, The Veil, Shadow of the Crown, it's an adventure style, immersive, thrilling, outside the box audio narrative type experience weird i don't know what that means audio narrative experience i'm curious i don't know if it's just going to be like a big texting game but it didn't give you enough info off it so i'll skip it for now Irigami 2 it's ninja warrior hack and slash type fight to liberate all all from a curse of some sorts I like the way it looked. I'd check it out. We had Pathfinder, Wrath of the Wrath of the Righteous, I think. It's a top down fantasy battle against demons. Build characters, recruit allies, ride all kinds of interesting looking beasts. Uh choose your path. There's magic. You get Strategize, control armies, it sounds like. I want to see what it does. Check it out. And we have Paparazzi. Yep. It's what you think. It's basically dogs taking... Well, I don't know if the dogs are taking pictures of the other dogs or if you're... I'm guessing it's you out in your environment. Uh, 
taking pictures of your dogs, but you just see this camera taking shots constantly of dogs doing stunts and skate park, skateboarding, and just out and about playing. I guess you just follow dogs around and take pictures of them. <laughs> yeah, not for me. Uh, you got Evil Genius 2, World Domination. I never played Evil Genius 1, so don't know about that, but looks like yeah, there's four different villains that want to unleash villainy, and it has four unique campaigns. You build and manage your lair, your evil lair, train your minions, recruit henchmen, repel forces of justice, take over the world. I'm sure I'll like it once I get my hands on it, but I'll skip it for now. Stardew Valley. I, I think this is something of old, but they've been giving it a shout-out for some reason. But start from nothing, build the world, build your world, and shape your land, farm, and live off the land. Explore caves, become part of the community. It's basically like Farmville meets Legend of Zelda. I definitely want to check it out. I think I've heard of that name before. I don't think I ever checked it out. Will be if I come across it now. Library of Aruna. It's got puzzles, games, fight, fights. It looks like card battles. It's subtitled. They didn't give you enough info on it, so I'm going to have to pass on. I ain't going to. Play a game that I'm gonna have to read it while I'm playing. I I don't I don't want subtitled games. But down the road, if I was really bored, I'd check it out. So I like card battles games and games that use card battle in them, not just complete card battles. Gotta have a story and other stuff to do too. Which is nice with this one, but gotta show me more. Baselines from the far out. Uh, it's got a Jetsons look, right? The cartoon Jetsons, right from the back, right, right from the back, right from the start. Uh, you're flying into like a Jetsons floating houses and area environment. Uh, or a space line. You gather crews. You changing galaxies you upgrade and customize you can try over and over and change things and redo them i guess there's cosmic co-op adventure available i'm sure once i got my hands on it i'd like it but from what i've seen it's a pass for me to start with and then we got the artful ex the Artful Escape. It basically looks like a teenage guitar prodigy tries to escape his hometown. And he goes through this crazy world of I mean, lots of people. But the old people that they demonstrate with are really <laughs> goofy and weird. And he had this old lady swearing up a storm, giving this kid shit as he's walking the streets. <laughs> it's just, it's funny looking, but. It's got its psychedelic moments, uh, musical adventures through a visually wild-looking variety of worlds, multiverses or whatever. 
Uh, there's cool jam sessions. I don't know if you're just jamming out by yourself or if you'll eventually get together with a band or something like that. There's character customization. Lots of fun throwback clothing and items you can get. Yeah, that's a definite play for me. If I ever come across it. And then I checked out some Indie World for Nintendo Switch stuff. They had Bomb Rush Cyberpunk, which is a Jet Set Radio future type game where you're grinding rails and you get to paint graffiti. Yeah, I didn't like the game back in the day, so this didn't look much different than that style of game, so I don't think I'd mess with it. There's Toem, a photo adventure. Basically simple black and white looking worlds. Explore them and take photos. It just doesn't interest me. I don't know why photo picture photo taking has become such a thing. I guess if you can take a picture of something that everybody can see and stick it up on the internet. I don't know. It's goofy. Then we got Loop Hero. This looks like fantasy and goblin adventure where you get to create worlds, different heroes, travel, uncover cards for different adventures and stuff. It looks like a lot of fun. I want to check it out, but I'd like to see more information on it. They had Far Changing Tides, Sea Adventure. It's basically uh, mechanical ships in a water world type environment that's not totally submersed uh you get to dive and explore different areas and environments uh just basically drive your ship around and check different places out and build stuff it's after the apocalypse type environment with battling environmental hazards and shit like that but yeah it looked cool i want to check it out but all these were pretty quick little demos so you didn't get a ton of info on them necro barista final pour basically a socialized drama type game game in a coffee shop animation style anime style yeah Create dialogue and stories and just a lot of talking, so that's a skip for me. Uh, some games that are out now and some more that are coming are Garden Story, Boyfriend Dun- Dungeon. I don't think it's about locking boyfriends up in dungeons. <laughs> Who knows? Axiom Verge 2, Astroneer. Yeah, astronomer. I don't think it's astronomer. Uh, hundred days winemaking. Look, it's a hundred days winemaking simulator. Actually, it's a simulation game. Look kind of interesting. If you like those mindless games, Slime Rancher Portable Edition. Slime Ranchers is a fun game that you can just waste time on. I enjoy the original, and they got a couple new editions coming out. Lumber Jack. It's a bear. That's a lumberjack. Uh, Curious Expeditions. And 
Long Beast or Lang Beast. I can't read my writing on that one. But yeah. Lots of fun ones there coming out. And then they have had Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. with a Tetris look to it with action. Whereas you're inside the Tetris machine. Blowing, not like a Tetris, kind of like any of those little uh, mindless gaming block game that match the blocks and type of that. It's like you're inside those one of those games. Uh, action-packed puzzle game, dungeon crawler, over 10 heroes, head-to-head. Amiibos can call a fairy friend. So if you have the Amiibos, you can get little fairy friends, I guess. But yeah, I like. I want to play it and check it out. You know nothing about the Shovel Knight franchise. Who do we have today? Oh, I gotta get this one. Hello, you're live on podcast. What can I do for you? No, I didn't, but I will in a little bit, unless you don't want me to. Yeah, just working on pods. I haven't done that yet, but yeah, I will definitely do that for 5 o'clock, right? All right. Talk to you later. (laughs) Uh, That's the wife. (laughs) Begging me to do my chores. Yeah. I'm going to have to try and remember to do that. (laughs) We'll see. I'll probably forget. I always do. But, all right. Yeah, Islanders Council Edition. Build lands, cities, worlds, a strategy type game. You score to get buildings or get stuff for building. You can build over and over. So you build up a world, go to the next one, make a new one. Or I'm sure you can probably destroy different ones and stuff too. Yeah, I definitely, it's my type of mindless. Games, I like building worlds and stuff like that. Not so big on building the buildings themselves because I get really bored with, like, uh, now how they're doing with, uh, (laughs) I played a million of them. I got Far Cry stuck in my head. But yeah, the nuclear apocalyptic. <laughs> There's a bunch out there of uh, just fallout. My brain is, is dead right now. Uh, but yeah, fallout. And fallout New Vegas. Probably just started playing Fallout 3 again. It's this week. Yeah. Can't remember what I was talking about now. <laughs> But yeah, the building and Fallout. I get sick of building my little huts and all that shit and getting to and stuff. But I like building the environment worlds. Little things that annoy me. Uh, Metal Slug Tactics. It's Street to Street to Rage type feel. Those type of video games from the eighties, nineties. Uh, lots of action, pixel art, combat mechanics. Uh, Heroes take on enemy forces. It's just, yeah, there's been Metal Slug games out. So if you know what Metal Slug is, just another 
Another one of them. I'd definitely play it. Tetris Effect Connected. It's basically the same game, Tetris, and you get to take on friends or battle together up to four players in different modes. I'd play it because I always pick up a Tetris and just mess with it every now and then. Then there was Eastworld, or Eastward. I think it's Explore Battle type thing with slummy looking cities. They just didn't give you a. I think it was a really like a 30 second review or whatever. It was really quick. But yeah, until I see more, we're going to have to skip on that one. And I'm going to end it there for now. And. We'll talk about some things come out in future, comic book wise next, and see what if we can find some goodies for you. So, we'll be right back after this. Got some gory goodies for you, starting with Fine Print Volume One Graphic Novel by Image Comics. How do you deal with a broken heart? Junk food. Excessive drinking, dubious contracts with ancient gods. For Lord Thomas, the queen of bad decisions, the answer is always the worst possible choice. So when she finds herself with the rare opportunity to have her broken heart patched by the highest rated god of desire, what could possibly go wrong? A tale of gods, mortals, Love, lust, death, and bad decisions. That all starts with a simple bite of a golden apple. That one's not... I'll be skipping, probably. Or buying in the bargain. We got... Flatbush Zombies 3001 Prequel Odyssey Trade Paperback Volume 1 by Z2 Comics. The official prequel to the Flatbush Zombies hit debut album. Eric, Meech, and Juice were just three friends from Flatbush with power to rely or power to really move a crowd until a supernatural crystal changed everything. Now dark forces are invading the neighborhood to unleash a nightmare entity at Brooklyn's world-famous West Indian Day Parade, and only the Flatbush zombies stand in their way. Mm, I like zombie stuff. I don't know enough about it, so I'll be bargaining it down the road. We have Fly By Night. Graphic novel by Random House Graphics. In this environmental thriller graphic novel with a supernatural twist, Dee must find out what happened to her missing twin. An amazing mystery filled with strange creatures, high school drama, and family. This darkly illustrated book shows us that monsters are all around us. There are monsters in the woods while out searching desperately for her missing sister. Dee discovers something isn't quite right in the woods. 
She is soon in a battle to save the Pinelands, and she is finding more questions than answers. As time goes on, the only one thing Dee knows for sure is that there are monsters among us, but they aren't who we should be afraid of. Available in softcover and hardcover edition. It's decent sounding, but I'll bargain it. Alright, it's we just because we're talking about Halloween doesn't mean we can't be thinking about Christmas, of course. Friday Book One, First Day of Christmas, Trade Paperback by Image Comics. This collects Friday number one to three. Uh, this is literally the Christmas vacation from hell, and they may not survive to see New Year. I didn't read the originals. So I don't know enough about them, but looks like Friday Fitzhugh spent her childhood solving crimes and digging up occult secrets with her best friend Lancelot Jones, the smartest boy in the world. But that was the past. Now she's in college, starting a new life on her own, or so she thought. When Friday comes home for the holidays, she's immediately pulled back into Lance's orbit and finds that something very strange and dangerous is happening in their little New England town. The Christmas Vacation from Hell. But, yeah, I'm sure it's a fun story. I'll be skipping it. Maybe bargain it. We got Genesee number one by Advent Comics. A comic tale of epic proportion. Kaizax finds himself the sole survivor on board a runaway ship stranded upon a lost strange planet. Here is where the legend of Genesee begins. Uh, it doesn't give you enough info. I want to know more. So it's definitely going to be a bargain it. Ghostbuster fans, they got some Ghostbuster Plasma Series Mini Puffs. The three-packs figure. It's the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Three different poses. Uh, who doesn't want that on their desk? <laughs> Then we got J Grendel, Devil's Odyssey, by Dark Horse Comics. Man. Grendel Prime searches the stars for a new home for mankind, and Matt Wagner returns to his darkest creation. As civilization comes to an end on Earth, the final Grendel Khan gives Grendel Prime a new directive. Find a perfect planet. To be the new home for human for the human race, but will a deadly and relentless Baladin ultimately save humanity or destroy it? Collects the eight issue mini series, which I don't remember seeing anything about. But there's a bunch of Grendel comics out there, so I just have yet to read much of anything of it. One I'm looking forward to always during the Halloween days is Grimm. We have Grimm Spotlight Cinderella versus Zombies. One shot by Xenoscope Entertainment. 32 pages of lunacy and content. 
Cinderella has taken on the apocalypse and died. Taken on her own mind and lost. And even taken on Christmas. Kind of one. But this time she takes on a whole new threat. Deciding what to eat. Oh, and zombies. When a crazed, obsessive lunatic accidentally brings on the zombie apocalypse. Yes, one of those. Somehow, and for reason, our only hope is Cindy. Don't miss this violent, no-punch-pulling, insane adventure that only Cindy can shamble into. And I gotta get it, because just after the uh, Cinderella Christmas one story I read and enjoyed a lot, I'm gonna have to definitely get that. And then sticking with the whole new Spawn run, they got Gunslinger Spawn number one by Image, Todd McFarlane Productions. I can't wait for this now. This run has been so much fun. It's kind of interesting because the original Spawn, reasonably priced cheap comics. These All these runs are coming at more normal prices. <laughs> That's kind of a bummer, but I'll still buy them. Introducing the launch of the second new monthly title spinning out of the Spawn universe with one of the most popular characters in the entire Spawn mythology. This book contains three separate gunslinger stories. Awesome. I love it. They're doing like they did with Deadpool. Uh, each taking a look at his journey through time from the wild wild west to the 21st century will this 200 year old past come back to haunt him as he navigates the strange world of 2021 get ready for the past and present to glide in the new ongoing title i am ready i can't wait i will be definitely getting that one and then we're gonna end it right there and we're gonna get back to you with more stuff coming soon. Got some goodies for you. Starting out with Hack and Slash Deluxe Edition Volume 2 by Image Comics. If you missed out, like I did on Hack and Slash Deluxe Edition Volume 1, you're definitely going to want this in your collection too. But I still got to get the first one, so I will have to wait, even though this, I could get it for about 15 bucks off. I'll think about it. Thinking about it. And for Halo fans, there's a Halo Infinite Master Chief with grapple, grapple shot PVC statue. It's pretty cool. Only thing I'm not liking, it's twice the price of a lot of the PVC statues I buy and why. Because Halo's popular. And come on. Same amount of material. Same use of how they make the shit. Shouldn't have to change these prices so much. But I'd like to have it. Because I spent. I played many hours of Halo. And that would be. Having a Master Chief. In the collection would be nice. Not at that price. Harbinger. Harbinger. Harbinger, Volume 3, Number 1. Starting a new Harbinger run by Valiant Entertainment. Can you make the world better? If you can, if it can't be better, a telepath with no memory 
a city of superpowered teenagers suppressed, redemption, destruction, rebirth, a new era of Harbinger begins here. Uh, I won't give you much history or much storylines. Skipping it. Unless I read one or another older series that I have and see end up liking it. Headless Season 2, Number 1 of 3 by Scout, Com- by Scout Comics. Headless is back. Cursed to live forever as the Headless Horseman, a suicidal young man named Chris must join up with dark forces to rescue his brother Rick from the pits of hell. And I won't give you much info. I like the cover. Kind of got like a gremlin character dude here. But I don't know if any of these characters are part of the story or if it's worth checking out. It is only a three-issue run, so maybe. So thinking about it, we'll see. They have Hellboy Silver Lantern Club number one by Dark Horse Comics. Hellboy learns about the mysteries of an exorcism gone wrong, and more when his occult investigator relative reveals secretive and perilous adventures of one of the Hellboy universe's most mysterious societies. I can't speak today. No teeth don't help. (laughs) Ain't getting nowhere. Ain't nothing. Silver Lantern Club member Simon Bruttonholm relates a tale from the dawn of radio in which Sir Edward Grey and Sarah Jewell go toe-to-toe with technology. I don't know. Doesn't have enough info or interest to pull me in, so I'll be skipping it. I like Hellboy, but I don't know. A lot of the stories don't grab me. Hellcop Halloween 3D Special Number 1 by Image Comics. Celebrates the holiday with a 3D version of Hellcop Number 1, including an exclusive Halloween-themed cover and a lovingly rendered full-color 3D interior. Comes bagged with 3D glasses. Uh, I like the cover, but the way it sounds, it's a Halloween special, but that description says you basically redid Helicop number one and just made it 3D. I mean, I don't know. I have Helicop number one, so I don't know if I should get that or not. Then we have a Helicop volume two number one. By Image Comics. Also has a cool dying creature pumpkin head looking type character on it. But welcome to hell. When mankind first broke through the walls between dimensions, nothing could have prepared them for what they would find in known reality. Plane 1301-A. It was absolute hell. Literally. A covert security force was quickly assembled to patrol the hell plane and ensure that none of the nastier denizens, denizens made their way Earthside. They were dubbed the Pan-Dimensional Security Corps, the Hellcops. I, I don't know. Thinking about it, 
for Sunday Comics fans of Hogan's Alley, they have Hogan's Alley number 23, which is a magazine about Hogan's Alley and other stuff. One second. Gotta check this out. Hello. Welcome to WKRB. You're live on the air telemarketer. What are, are you going to ruin people's life with today? Still not speaking. You're the one that called. It's really not that hard. You put your lips against the phone and you speak. Why call if you're not going to talk? Damn, you want wussed out on me again. All right. Yeah. Holliston Goes to Hell Trade Paperback by SourcePoint Press. Your favorite characters from the horror sitcom TV series Holliston are back. They're going right to hell. When Adam and Joe decided to drag Corey and Laura to the high, high school reunion from hell, they had no idea it would be literal. Awkward small talk and overpriced drinks are not enough to prevent this entire town of Holliston from being swallowed by a sinkhole straight to hell. But come on, who doesn't want to see what hell is really like? The good people of Holliston need to figure out how to get out of hell. Does it have something to do with the curse of Colonel Holliston? It's not some religious thing, is it? Who the hell cares? Not me. <laughs> I'd bargain it, but it's not nothing I'm jumping on now. All right, we got, we got a lot of horror this month. Holy shit. It's surprising how last month kicked off the Halloween at comics, and there's just tons of them this month, too. Horror Comics Nightmare Gallery One-Shot by Antarctic Press. They say you can't tell a book by its cover but we think the shivers crawling down your spine at these images would beg to differ. Chill with the chills from the shiver-filled showcase of our most fearsome front frontis, fronty species sure to make sh you relive your fondest nightmares. Well, it's a lot of word talk, and I didn't do too bad for having no teeth of all those S's, but You ain't giving me nothing, and the cover ain't giving me enough to say what. Yeah, some weird chick with a deformed mouth that's got like her foot for hands. I don't know. Strange. I'm gonna have to bargain that when I can open up the past the cover and look what's inside. Got lots of more magazines pumping out this month. I got Horror Hound doing another one. House of Slaughter Number 1 by Boom Studios. Discover the inner workings of the House of Slaughter in this new horror series exploring the secret history of the ordeal that forged Eric Slaughter into the monster hunter she is today. You know Aaron Slaughter as Erica's handler and rival. But before he donned the black mask, Aaron was a teenager Training within the House of Slaughter. Surviving within the school is tough enough, 
but it gets even more complicated when Aaron falls for a mysterious boy destined, destined to be his competition. Dive deeper into the world of something is killing the children in this first story arc by... Uh, but yeah, I don't... I have not jumped into something is killing the children, so I don't know nothing about that run, but it did sound very interesting, and I will check it down the road. But other than that, we'll have to see. Down the road, bargain it. And we'll cut her off there today, and we'll get back with more goodies in the near future. We got some goodies for you again. Let's start out with a Human Target, Volume 4, Number 1, by DC Black Label. Christopher Chance has made a living out of being a human target. Man hired to to disguise himself as his client to invite would-be assassins to attempt his murder. He's had a remarkable career until his latest case, protecting Lex Luthor. When things go sideways, an assassination attempt, Chance, didn't see coming, coming, leaves him vulnerable, and left trying to solve his own murder. As he has 12 days to discover just who in the DCU hated Luther enough to want him dead. I can think of a few people. I didn't read the first human target runs. I don't think I'll be jumping on that as DC Black Label, but I think I'll be skipping it. Immortal Hulk number 50 just has a cool cover that just grabs me and catches my eyes. It's the giant-sized finale down in the blow place. The Hulk searches among the ghosts of the past for the answers to all his questions. The one below all, the Green Door, Samuel Stearns, Jackie McGee, and Bruce Banner. It's all been leading here. This is the last issue of the Immortal Hulk. I want it for the cover. And they have a bunch of different covers. I don't know. It's pretty pricey, even though it's a bigger issue and a finale. I'll just wait and bargain it, probably. Got James Bond. Himuros, number one. Heimros by Dynamite Entertainment. Heimros is the Greek god of sexual desire and one of the Erotes, 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 the winged gods of love. When Aphrodite was born from the sea foams, she was greeted by the twin loves, Eros and Himuros. But when sexual desire goes too far, it takes the legendary super spy James Bond to bring justice to the most vulnerable among us as he investigates the suspicious death of an accused sex trafficker, one whose ties run deep and deadly. That's your basic James Bond tale. So hopefully it's more the old style and has a little fun in it. And not the new Daniel Craig style and just completely boring and too serious. I really wish he'd 
quit doing the bond shit. <laughs> See if we can get someone fun in there again. But I'm sure they'll stick with the same people and just keep ruining it. Never go back to the fun ones. We got Jennifer Blood, Volume 2, Number 1. And she looks like she could be a more fun Bond character. Let's see what she's up to. So once upon a time, a suburban housewife spent her nights as a mobster murdering assassin named Jennifer Blood. Then she died. Where did she? Because in the cozy cul-de-sacs of Bountiful, Utah, a noticeable number of normal people have gone missing. And by normal, I mean mobsters under witness protection. And by missing, I mean killed by someone that looks, sounds, and murders a lot like Jennifer Blood. Uh, kind of interesting. Might have to check it out. We'll see. Thinking about it. <laughs> And I don't know anything about this, but this is just a cool-looking figure. The Kimono Jehan Kusaka Kabani, 1-8th PVC figure by Medicos Entertainment. It's a cool little character with purple, like, storm winds around him and stuff. Neat-looking. Then Lady Death fans, we have a Lady Death Adventures commemorative set, 6-count. Out by Boundless Comic, there's Lady Death Pirate Lost Souls Gold Foil Set, 5 count from Boundless Comics. Uh, we got Laurel and Hardy, Chris, Christmas Follies, Follies number 1. Gotta get those out early because no one cares about Laurel and Hardy or Christmas. <laughs> it's by American Mythology. Uh, it doesn't tell you much. This is something, okay, this might be something different. It's a CD, CGC graded comic. Grade may vary. Oh, wow. Okay, screw this. I wasn't paying attention. This is a $150 comic, and who the hell would pay $150 for a Laurel and Hardy comic? Even being CGC graded is beyond me. But <laughs> People do those things, and if you're one of those people... All power to you. Not judging you. I like a lot of strange shit myself. Little Shop of Horrors has a magazine coming back again. For the Luke Cage fans, they have Luke Cage City on Fire, number one by Marvel Comics. An all too relevant story rocks the Marvel U. When a black man is murdered by a police officer in New York City. Huh? What? No way. Luke Cage is called to action. But what does a good man do when, when protecting the streets puts him at odds with his own people? A cadre of crooked cops named the Regulators are out to terrorize ordinary citizens. And with Daredevil determined to bring them down, no matter the cost, and Mayor Fisk equally determined to use them to tighten his grip on the city, it's up to Cage to keep the city from completely going up in flames. Skipping it. 
tried to like the Luke Cage series on Netflix or whatever. Just couldn't get into that. Same with Iron Fist. Daredevil, I still don't even think I got a fourth of the way through yet. Madman fans, don't forget, Library Edition Volume 2, hardcover by Dark Horse Comics, coming out. Gotta get all six of those. It's the only thing you need in your collection. If you're just starting comics, just buy that. You don't need nothing else. Just get all of them. That's right there you can see you have the best comic book collection ever. <laughs> Alright, we got Magic Order 2, number one, by Image Comics. This is a magical turf war like you've never seen before. The London chapter of the Magic Order has entered the scene, and these tough guy Richie-style Richie gangsters have a problem with the Eastern Europe warlocks moving into their territory. Can new leader Cordelia Moonstone keep the peace? Celebrate Halloween with the return of your favorite horror series sequel to the smash hit first volume. I don't know how can it be your favorite horror series when I never heard of it. I don't know what this is. Bunch of magic wheeling Harry Potter wannabe. <laughs> I know there's a bunch of magic lovers out there. Uh, stepping strange and all them <laughs> stand back in the shadows waving their wands <laughs> alright they got a Marvel Classics Blacklight collectible poster portfolio you can get a bunch of Marvel Comics Blacklight posters by Harry N. Adams Abrams books the price tag on it is ridiculous but it would be cool to have Marvel Heroes Venom classic standee figure with the big bulked up, bulked up Venom character by Advanced Graphics. That's pretty cool looking. They have a Marvel Loki 11 by 17 frame print that's pretty awesome looking by Pyramid America LP. And we'll leave it at that and get back to you with more goodies in the future. What you gonna buy? I'm gonna tell you what you're gonna buy. Marvel Meow by Viz Media. Join Captain Marvel's pet Chewie as she wreaks havoc in the lives of Marvel's most popular characters. Gain a new perspective on beloved favorites such as Spider-Man and Iron Man. Formidable villains including Thanos and Galactus, and anti-heroes like Deadpool as they all become the playthings of this capricious cat creature, originally shared on Marvel's official Instagram. These comic strips have been collected with all new content into a gift book that will delight Marvel and cat enthusiasts alike. I am not sexist or anything, animal sexist or anything like that. I, just, I always thought Chewie was a male from what I've seen in the past. I guess he's a, it's a female. This one on the picture of the cover looks like a totally different Chewie than I remember. So, I don't know. Kind of curious. I want to read it. 
just for the stories, but I don't know about. I don't like when they change things, but we'll see. All right, we got Marvel Voices Community, Communidades, number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. A few different covers to choose from. Spider-Man, White Tiger, Ghost Rider, and so many more heroes get their moment in the sun as new and fan-favorite creators continue to expand the world outside our window in Marvel's Voices Communidades community. It's basically join the festivities as Marvel celebrates the mighty Latin ex-heroes and creators from all corners of the Marvel Universe. And these are always interesting. I like the different looks, different styles, different characters from different ethnicities. Thinking about it, probably bargain it. We'll see. Masters of the Universe fans, they have some Masters of the Universe uh, lunchboxes by Factory Entertainment. You can check out Mego fans, they got a ton of Migos, including Mego Horror, Horror Chucky, 8 inch action figure, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, 8 inch action figure. These are all from the Mego Corporation. You got uh, Frankenstein, 8 inch. Yeah, Hammer Dracula, uh, eight inch. The It Pennywise burn damage, eight inch figure. Young Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein, eight inch figure. I want that one big time, and I want the Young Frankenstein Igor figure. Uh, they have Planet of the Apes, General Ursus. These are all eight-inch figures. The Rocketeer, uh, Rocky Creed, Apollo Creed figure, the Teen Wolf, Michael J. Fox figure. Um, gotta add those to your action figure collection. Migos coming back, making a big popular rush back. We have Merlin and Hector number one by Red Five Comics, Stonebot. Before King Arthur, before Camelot, before Excalibur, there was Merlin the Swineherd. 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 Herd. A young man of an unexceptional past who has never heard of magic. Merlin is looking at a life of hard work and small comfort until his farm is attacked one night by rampaging monsters. Only local thief Hector believes him. But when the attacks increase, it will be up to these two outcasts to save their village. Eh, skipping it. Just ain't into the fantasy stuff as much anymore. Just can't. I try. A couple things I checked out weren't bad, but eh. This I know nothing about, but it's a cool-looking dragon-like character. Dra- Human dragon figure type character. Monogatari series Shinobu. Oshino Ichiban figure by Bendai Tamashi Nations. Got a bunch. He's got dragon wings and weapon and just looks cool. Lots of color. Another magazine that's 
coming back with issues. It's Monster Bash. And I'm sure it's all for Halloween releases. Then we have Miss Marvel Tales number one by Marvel Comics. This anthology series shines a spotlight on fan favorite characters featuring timeless stories and highlights from some of Marvel's most impressive talent in the past eight decades. And now Kamala Khan claims the spotlight, beginning with a scene-stealing cameo in her idol Carol Danvers book, Captain Marvel, number 17, 2012. So, Miss Marvel fans, check it out. Ooh, this is a big one. My Little Pony fans. <laughs> My Little Pony Generations number one by IDW Publishing. A brand new pony adventure begins here, encompassing generations both old and new when G1 and friendship is magic collide. A long time ago, an evil witch named Hidia sought to destroy pony kind. Now her granddaughters crackle or Grackle and Deer are back to finish the job with the School of Friendship overloaded with students. Starlight, Glimmer, and the main six reach out for help. Enter Violet, Violet Shiver, Shadow Storm, and Black Bell. But these ponies aren't quite what they seem. In fact, they're working for Grackle and Deer with their sights set on revenge and a brand new snooze, smooth on hand. The young witches and their dastardly creatures, creations are ready to cause some mayhem. I could not say that to save my butt. To save my ponytail. Night of the Living Dead, they also got another number one through five gore covers bag set out by Avatar Press to go with the ones from last month. And we have Nightmare in Savannah graphic novel by Mad Cave Studios. High school student Alexa Bowman moved to Savannah, Georgia. Get away from her old life. Too bad her past is a Google search away and her family's criminal past quickly made her an outcast. From tormenting cheerleaders to dreamy football players, Alexa can't keep up, especially when Faye, Skye, and Chloe take her into their group of outsiders. But after a night in the woods, a power has awakened within them, a power that equal, that's equal parts magical and terrifying. But there are no coincidences in Savannah. And once they find out how to control their powers, the town is in for a rude awakening. Bunch of evil little witches. <laughs> uh, got Ninja Scouts, number one, by Scout Comics. It's time for the Ninja Scouts. Your neighborhood ninjas practice their skills in a world where magic, science fiction, and other genres we consider fictional are real. After school clubs and youth organizations thrive and are open to all, any child can join to explore these extra 
ordinary topics. The one shot focuses on three preteen members, Carlos, Scott, and Tamara, members of the Ninja Scouts. They're like the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts, but ninjas. Join the adventures as they defend their neighborhood from bizarre, otherworldly threats while learning about themselves in the process. Sounds like it could be a fun story for young adults. Then we got Nita Hawes Nightmare Blog Number 1 by Image. The Fire Next Time. Part 1 from the Universe of Eisner 8 nominated series Philadelphia comes a terrifying new tie-in horror series by acclaimed uh, uh, Jimmy Sangster might have left Maryland for the vampire-infested city of Philadelphia, but there is still untold evil lurking the streets of Baltimore. The demon Corson has surfaced from the underworld to possess a once-wronged man and his vengeance will come at the cost of humanity's despair. But Jimmy's former lover, Nita Haas, a woman with demons of her own, has begun a quest to root the evil out of the city. Guided by the ghost of her dead brother, she must come to terms with her own past, lest she join her brother in a state worse than death. Yeah. Not... I'll be skipping it. Not for me. But we'll leave it at that, and we'll be back with more sometime soon. Okay, pull out your wallet. You're going to need it. You got No Ghost in Hiroshima Graphic Novel by Scout Comic. Hell doesn't always come in a handbasket. Sometimes it comes in a briefcase. Guilt is the greatest ghost of them all. For James Henriksen, the guilt of a mistake made years ago continues to haunt him. He believes he has condemned an innocent soul to eternal suffering, and he has worked for years to invent a way to free this soul from hell itself. His medical student, Gabriel, helps him on his journey through darkness while pursued by demons who are determined to stop them and ascend the hierarchy, the hierarchy to, of hell. I just cannot say, sir, words. They just spell everything the way it's supposed to be spelled. I just remember how I say it. <laughs> it doesn't come out right. Yeah, that one's not one I'll be jumping on. You got No One Left to Fight 2, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. The comic you always wanted is back, courtesy of its creators. This volume picks up where the smash hit, critically acclaimed first fight verse series left off. The world's greatest fighter struggling to find his place after all his battles have been won. And while there is still time left, the series features alternate cover and blah, 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 blah. Don't give you enough info. I don't remember the original series. I didn't get on it. It's got some interesting characters on this cover shot, but I don't know enough about it. To... So I'll have to wait, bargain it. 
see what's up with it. A lot of things they're doing are volume twos and threes right now. Got North Bend season two, number one. North Bend returns for the second and final arc. Brendan takes an unplanned journey back to his life as a soldier in the war in Russia. After visiting the ghost of his past, paranoia takes hold as he gets firsthand experience of the crippling mind control drug DV. Jamie receives a stunning revelation about Brendan, and a greater, more sinister enemy is revealed in the trippiest issue of North Bend yet. I'll be skipping it, maybe buying it down the road. In a bargain bin, we'll see. We have Nubia and the Amazons, number one. Nubia by DC Comics. Can't say I was trying to do the Star Wars thing from episode one. But after the thrilling events of Infinite Frontier, Nubia becomes queen of Themis- Themyscira. Uh, things they come up with. But the new title also brings challenges. With the unexpected arrival of new Amazons, our hero is forced to reckon with her past and forge a new path forward for her sisters. Little does she know, a great evil grows beneath the island, and it's up to this former guardian of Doom's doorway to unite her tribe before paradise is lost forever. Skipping it. I staying into the whole Amazons. Orville, though, that I've been enjoying. I love the show. I love the comics that I did read. Orville Artifacts, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. When Ed bumps into his old astroarchaeology teacher, the professor asks for assistance in his pursuit of the lost fleet of the Zancon, whose systems spanning empire rose and fell millions of years ago, according to legend. However, doing so means taking the Orville into a system so hazardous no ship has ever successfully navigated it. Uh, I More than likely, I'll hold off and bargain it because I did miss out on the last two Orville side runs. So I want to get those first. So I'll probably do it that way. Just get them all in one group at one time for a better deal. We have out number one by artist writers and artisans. In the waning days of World War II, with the Allies advancing, a desperate Nazi officer unearths an ancient force of evil that he hopes will turn the tide of battle, a vampire. To test the power of his secret weapon, he unleashes the monster on an unexpecting group of Allied POWs. It's up to Nakona, a Comanche language expert to communicate with the vampire to find out what it really wants. And it's got somewhat of an interesting story because the whole weird vampire, and I do like AWA Upshot's stuff that they've been doing. I don't know. I'll probably bargain it. 
catch it down the road. I'm not into the whole World War II Nazi crap, but we'll see. Yeah, Paper Girls, complete story trade paperback. If you're into the Paper Girls run at all, this collects Paper Girls number 1 to 30. So you get the whole complete story in one big bang. Then we have Phoenix Song Echo number one by Marvel Comics. Really cool cover, one of them that they have. They have a variety of different covers. Straight out of her transformation in, in Avengers, Echo gets an exhilarating solo series from bestseller Rebecca Roanhurst. Against all odds, one of the most powerful entities in the Marvel Universe chose Maya Lopez, a deaf street fighter, as its new avatar. And the burning question on everyone's minds, why? But Echo is the last person to answer, still learning her new cosmic abilities and struggling with the Phoenix's overwhelming personality. Echo strikes out to return to her roots, but the reservation has even fewer answers. And where power goes, evil follows. Someone wants Echo to fail and unleash a power only the greatest heroes in history have been able to control. Uh, so I'm assuming all these different characters are all the Phoenix, and they just, the power gets transferred around. Well, I'd bargain it. There's a Plastic Angels Anjay come down the chimney Bishuju statue. It looks kind of interesting. There's a poppin' buddy, Walking Dead Daryl with dog. Or a pop. These are pop figures now, these next ones by Funko. It's a buddy, Walking Dead Daryl with dog vinyl figure, which I, I'll be getting for my collection. We got the Heroes, Dia de los DC Batman vinyl figure. And they also have a Dio de los DC Harley vinyl figure. There's a Marvel 850 Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. The Great Protector vinyl bobblehead figure. There's a cool little dragon figure. It's got to be a freaking bobblehead. God, it pisses me off. Pop movies, Evil Dead Anniversary Ash with with BD Chase vinyl figure. There's a They Live Aliens vinyl figure I gotta have. They Live's Roddy Roddy Piper vinyl figure I'm gonna have to get. There's a Star Assassin number one of six figure by Behemoth Entertainment LLC. It's a pop star assassin number one of six. Wait, this is a comic. Sorry about that. <laughs> it just worked in with the pop figures, but this is Pop Star Assassin number one of six by Behemoth Entertainment, LLC. The year is 1977. The king is dead. The world mourns. But when a mysterious briefcase turns up in his dressing room, Bruce, a coke-addled Elvis impersonator, finds himself wedged between a mob boss out for revenge and a government conspiracy with far-reaching, world-ending ramifications. 
all in an attempt to discover the true identity of his father's killer. It's sex, drugs, rock and robots, 70s style, and it's all out action adventure. And the king is dead, long live the king. And who the fuck is Molly? <laughs> I don't know. Sounds interesting. I'll bargain it if I see it down the road. One last pop figure they have is the WWE Rock with the championship belt figure. And who doesn't like the Rock? So check those out. And we'll get back to you with more fun in the future.